Shut up, I love it. I'm Joe Cabello, 5'10", reading for the role of SHUT UP! I love it! I'm Joe Cabello, like I just said, and I'm here with... Sasha Filer, also 5'10", but not really, like more like 5'9". I'm really 5'4", so it's, a, it's, <laughs> You're not. it's fine. This is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, misunderstood, hated, underrepresented, underloved, anything like under that. Under the sea. Under, under the, the sea. sea my f- under the sink, too, which yeah. is where I keep my things that we're going to talk about it today. But first, let's introduce today's guest. She is an actress and branding teacher. You can see her on HBO's upcoming The Sex Lives of College Girls, The Christmas Chronicles 2 starring Kurt Russell, ever heard of him, and Bounce TV's In the Cut. Welcome, Christy St. John. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. Shut up. I'm so excited. Yes, this is the only show where it's totally okay to tell everybody shut up (laughs) at any moment. We understand. That's fun branding that you have a podcast where you tell your guests to shut up. That's really fun. Well, we've actually never abused it, but Mm -hmm. maybe today's the episode. I think uh, I'm feeling it. It feels like today's the day. Christy. What are you here to talk about? I'm here to talk about the thing that I talk about far too much in my life, which is headshots. <laughs> oh, the thing that I keep under the sink. Uh, which yes. you'll need to explain. <laughs> you keep it under the sink and under the sea. <laughs> yeah. When you said you keep it under the sink as the tease, it made me <laughs> feel maybe I was unprepared and confused about what we're talking about. <laughs> but you were right. It is the headshots. Christy... Why are you, which sounds like you are an expert on this topic. You're not just like a dilettante who is in love with headshots. I'm not a debutante. What's a dilettante? Can we define that? Dilettante? Yeah. Dilettante, it means like a non-professional, like an amateur who's super into it, but not like really a professional. Oh, I You're like professional. it. I like that it was a debutante. Like I'm, I'm just here just to, <laughs> to talk about headshots in my southern voice. <laughs> a dilettante debutante. A dilettante as debutante. As can sometimes be. I know far too much about it. I uh, I mean, the first thing I do when I get on set, it, well, that's not true, because I have to stop myself at this point, because I really like telling people like what headshots they need to get and what like why their headshots aren't working, or if they are, then why they are working. Um, and that's when um, unsolicited advice comes at actors, they hate it. When unsolicited advice comes at anyone, mm. they hate it. <laughs> Fair. Um, but the big, the biggest reason I got into headshots was I saw a casting, like I saw how casting directors cast, which mm. uh, basically what happens is uh, a casting director will be on a site called Actors Access or LA Casting. There's a couple different sites. Shout out our sponsors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our we, sponsors. We pay Actors them, Access. actually. <laughs> Definitely. To we're, mention we're, them. We're paying them to find the right talent. Uh, we haven't quite found it yet, but we're just going to soldier on anyway. So uh, either it depends on how it works, but either agents submit 
uh, basically a headshot and the rest of your stuff. You've got like your reel and your resume and maybe a little blurb if they think that you're right for the role. Or there are like some roles, like if, if it's a student project or something that's like too small for agents to care about, then you can submit yourself. Uh, and for the first uh, few years I was out here, I would, I would only submit myself because I didn't get enough auditions for my agents. Um, but so what happens is, is the casting director gets that and they get like a thousand people minimum in Los Angeles. Mm. There's a ton of people. And for was, any part, we're talking guest star. Like, oh, just like smaller than guest star. Like, for yeah. a one line, well, for a thousand people is for like a no budget, like mm-hmm. nothing. For like mm-hmm. a TV show or any sort of movie with any sort of name you've actually heard of, it's at it's two to three thousand, depending on the type. You know what I mean? If it's like oh. a 70 year old uh, man or woman, there aren't as many. But it's certainly like in my category, which was like just woman in her 20s. Uh, so usually give people give up by 70 they, they give yeah up. no there's a lot they, less it's a lot harder to cast older parts mm-hmm. uh, because yeah people people dip out they leave um so or you die. just more ways die. than none yeah. yeah exactly i mean hollywood's not known for being super nice to actors and we're not known for creating habits that sustain life so mm. <laughs> Ugh, it's gonna get dark on this episode. I already know. It's okay. It's okay. Keep going. I feel like it gets dark in every episode. Sasha, I feel like you have a darkness. <laughs> I have a darkness. I think so. Well, you know what? Thank you. I think it's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you're gonna be branding Sasha here for sure. Anyway, back to headshots. So they look at the five thousand headshots. So they so they're looking at five thousand headshots. And once in and I sh- so what I did was I created a fake casting call i created a casting call for a movie that didn't exist and like but put what like, budget what budget was it, it? I, I don't remember what the budget was but the actor was going to get paid 125 a day which at the time okay. was the sag like if it was mm. a sag new media project that was like the minimum that you could actually pay someone the minimum you can pay someone is sag is deferred but yeah but it's like so that would probably like if i was it was an actual feature film it would probably be like an eighty thousand dollar budget and I, well, first of all, I got to see what casting saw. And that's when I yeah. was like, oh, this is why headshots are important. Because on the first mm-hmm. page, there's a hundred pictures. And like, even to scroll through a hundred pictures and to be like, this girl looks like a girl next door and this girl doesn't, it's like a snap judgment. And on the first page, you might see like maybe 30 people that are good. And that's like, and there are 10 pages of a hundred people for this, like, again, there was a thousand people for a nothing project and i was like oh by the time i pick my even if i click on a hundred pictures because i'm like this girl she looks like a girl next door based on this picture and then i narrow it down from there because i've only got I, go, I only have room to bring in like 20 actors right so if i don't see immediately like what i'm looking for in that headshot that I'm, there's no time. I, there's no time. And it's not that, and I feel like a lot of times actors in Los Angeles are like, well, casting's so dumb. They like can't tell that like, even though I look girl next door in this, I could play something else. And it's like, well, casting's not dumb. They just don't have time. Yeah, no one's going to research you. Yeah. Even to see like one second of you talking, like to do that for a thousand people, it's like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. They're not going to do that. So it really... So what became important then with the headshot wasn't even, I mean, it was like, what's the background and does it tell the same story as your wardrobe and does it tell the same story as your face? It's what I call the carpet match that matches the drapes and headshots 
Or like, is your expression complementing the like class and the job and everything of the character that you're trying to portray? It's not only that, it's like, are we getting this feeling? And also, I, the other thing that I realized from Headshots was it's specific for actors specifically, although this is true across like if you're a professional, like if you're a doctor and you need a headshot, because I also uh, do web development for small businesses. And it's interesting to see like small business owners trying to get a headshot session. And I'm like, oh, you're terrible. Mm-hmm. Not only are you terrible in front of the camera, you have right. no <laughs> idea how to brand yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when you help them, right? That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And and guide them into being like, what do we want to say? And the big thing with that, like one of the reasons, like or one of the ways that I teach how to act for headshots, because it is acting. Even if you're playing yourself, it is acting in a weird way. Just because we're not used to, we're not used to looking into a camera and being ourselves. That's mm-hmm. hands down weird for anyone, even actors. Like we're used to acting across from another person, but when it comes to like looking into a camera, and it's like be natural. Everyone's like. Ugh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and they're yeah, scared it's, it's staring at the uh, sarlacc pit of sarlacc and just being <laughs> like anybody gets the reference see anyway. there's that darkness i have no idea what that is but i feel like it's from your dark side is it my darkness or your lack of uh knowledge <laughs> of what's Wars happening knowledge. around the world it <laughs> it's is. definitely a combination of, it's 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 whatever's growing under your sink that's what it is what's growing under my sink matches the drapes keep going i just had <laughs> oh to do this oh my god <laughs> We're not gonna get into the details, Christy. So, so what happened? Did you? So you got all these headshots. You're looking at them, and you're probably working on like what's the immediate reaction, right? When you're yes. At, like, well, the you're analyzing thing, your emotions and like yeah, your judgment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah? Analyzing my emotions, but also I feel like the biggest thing that I noticed that people did wrong, and something that I was doing wrong too, is that people tend to dress up for headshots, and that's mm. not what we want to do. We want to. Like you do want to obviously wear like nice clothes, but we're we're focused on the story they tell as opposed to like the prettiest thing in your closet. Mm-hmm. And I was also, it's interesting because they tell you all the time to dress for the job you want, not the job you have. And in headshots, it's the exact opposite. Like don't mm. dress for the job you want, dress for the job you have because we want to make sure that you fit in this type. And the only thing I would, and sometimes that's different with a professional headshot. Um, but here's an example. I saw, so when I went to get LASIK, laser eye surgery, I was My going favorite. through, did you, have you gotten it? It's such a big correction. The guy was convinced I'm going to come back two months later and be like, you have to correct more. Cause it was such a huge correction for me. Mm. I was like blind. I was like blind before I was fine, but I was wearing contact lenses. Yeah. And he was like, no, it worked out. It was like seven years ago. Who knows? But it was like the best. Just open the, eye, the eyeballs and you can see everything. Such a great oh. decision for me. It was travel. Cause I started traveling mm. like for acting gigs. And I was like, I just want to be able to take a nap and not worry about yeah oh my the dry yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. although what's interesting is the the only thing with that lasik for me that i felt changed is my eyes got more dry and i yeah. i don't know if you can tell by looking at me but i cry mm. a lot on camera i am the type mm. that like uh, that we well, cried know. a lot in my class when you took it Did yeah. I? <laughs> I took my writing class yeah yeah all the time it, again the the the, the sarlacc pit Oh, yes. the pit of Sarlacc, yeah. The Close. pit of Sarlacc. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. sorry, the pit of Sarlacc. I, I've never heard it called the pit of Sarlacc, to be <laughs> You've only clear. heard it called the Sarlacc pit? The Sarlacc pit, so I I call it where... the uh, dilettante pit of Sarlacc. <laughs> <laughs> pit of Sarlacc, Sarlacc pit. Does it have a middle name or not? We'll find out by the end of the episode when we get into the ratings. But so uh, just to go back, because I get excited when I hear the word LASIK, because it was one of the best experiences of my life. Oh. Um, 
yeah it so was you great. went so mm-hmm. i was going on yelp and researching different also another favorite thing of mine Go oh ahead. i love yelp oh, oh love my yelp. i can spend just... hours on yelp hours. Just i'm elite the... are you oh yelp elite oh because i don't mm-hmm. leave reviews really oh yeah no i'm you just lurk oh yeah, yeah. sasha is like an aggressive I'm reviewer big on yelp. Mm-hmm. it's it's almost a problem. I do you think. do aggressively good and aggressively bad? Because I think that you have to do mostly both. good, most, okay, mostly okay, mostly good. five star. If you look at me, like you're like, oh shit, she only gives like the the big like five star reviews. Very few negatives and even fewer middle ones. I do. F- yeah, that's the thing about Yelp. Mm-hmm. With me leaving reviews, I feel like I'm only gonna leave a review if I feel like it was like five, mm-hmm. but like above and beyond, or like, yeah. wow, this was a, like, this was the off. pit there of Sarlacc. A- Piece of star, like ga- guy is not wearing the shirt, demanding <laughs> cash. Happened back. to me before when, yeah. Um, the guy wasn't wearing a shirt. At a he restaurant? was not wearing the shirt. Well, no. it, was, it was a strip club, so come on, <laughs> get it right. No, it was a parking lot, and the guy like who was like taking the money, he was not wearing the shirt, and he was just, like, I've never sure seen a Yelp for a parking lot. Yeah, it's but interesting. That's how it's deep Sasha gets. <laughs> it's it's basically <laughs> the dark the dark net of Yelp. This is where I live. This oh. is where I lurk. You know, the darkness you mentioned. <laughs> yeah, about. the darkness. Is, yeah, yeah it's the other the side darkness. of Yelp. There you go. Yeah. Um, so I was on Yelp about LASIK surgery. And I was just looking at, the, I mean, what do you, what are you going to, what are you, what are the pictures that you're going to see, like, at an eye doctor's place? You're going to see, like, stock photo images of eyes, and then you're going to see a photo of the doctor. Yeah. And the the what caught my eye and the guy that I ended up going to he was in scrubs and he had this just like I'm like I feel like he'd take care of me and I was like where did that come from like what makes me what about this photo makes me think that he's gonna take care of because I'm also like that's sales right there like that's how I get that impression and like that and I you know I went and spent my money and got LASIK from him Um, mine was uh, I heard he had a crazy discount my guy Oh, that's that's great, that would have scared. That would have scared me. <laughs> Crazy, was amazing! Shout out, Dr. Paul uh, Lee. I think great, great, um, great, Doctor, great guy. He's he in Koreatown? Koreatown used to be moved on Wilshire. Okay, I think I might. Mm-hmm. I think he might have because I interviewed it like three different ones. I think he might have been one of oh. the ones I interviewed with and didn't mm. go to. Oh, you turned him down. I turned him down. He didn't have a good yeah. headshot. Ugh. When it comes That's to an eye doctor, obviously, like, the uh, evoking care is big. But would you think it would be a good idea if their headshot was blurry? Because then people would just think, oh, I have bad vision. <laughs> would that work as well in your expert opinion? No. Solid joke. I think that would Solid be absolutely joke. terrible. <laughs> and and uh, so you were analyzing your feelings. I so keep going on tangents. I was I'm analyzing so my feelings about my, his headshot. And, like, one of the things that I that – I, glommed onto it was like well he's wearing mm. scrubs he's not wearing a lab coat and i'm like what what is it about that and i'm like well scrubs is a little bit more approachable and at the end of the day mm. like i can see their credentials like i know that these three people that i've gone to are accredited but like I, you know what i want from my doctor isn't someone i mean it is someone who knows what they're talking about but what i really want is someone who's going to explain to me in a way that i understand who's going to make me feel taken care of which my mom's actually a doctor and I and she and she told me once she was like most like ninety percent of lawsuits against doctors are because of like just bad bedside manner, like basically. And what like, parts body parts is she treating? She's a rheumatologist, so she deals with inside of bones. diseases. Yeah, osteoporosis um, mm. and arthritis. But like, but that's in, but that's interesting because I think like 
the best doctor is someone who's good at their field, but someone who's also really good at kind of the like, we're going to take care of you. You don't have to worry about anything. We'll make you feel, you know, that like the mm -hmm. human element of it. And I think and so that was young Christie was looking at it like and like it was like we saw the hero in the making. You're saying yes, we saw the hero mm -hmm. in the make. Well, it was also like if I saw this picture, I would automatically assume that that's a real doctor. But as someone who's an actor, I'm like, but why? Like if an actor had this image, would I assume that you know what I mean? Would I assume that they also practiced? Uh, you know, and it's it's kind of it's interesting. I think with images the assumptions that we make automatically and we can play with those assumptions they're not they're not set in stone just off of one person i mean even we're on zoom right now and even like the little I box so that judgments. i can see of your yeah of of your spaces you know what i mean i feel like i can i don't have judgments you don't have judgments. i i, don't have I judgments. judge hard <laughs> i feel like that's i love judging as i slowly I put on a back zoom background <laughs> let me just cover up you do have, you have got what well, we've got, like a ton of action figures here. We've got, looks like board uh, they're games. They're model kits. They're um, model kits. Uh, the fact that you uh, had to specify that uh, is very fun. Your hair is long, a bright red t-shirt that looks like it might be some sort of graphic tee. I mean, right now where I would put you, and I don't know if this is exactly right, but have you seen the IT crowd? Yes. Or East Silicon Valley or Big Bang Theory. It's like you you just already fit. And even the fact that your headphones are gaming headphones. I'm like, ah, oh, it just tells. I'm leaning into it hard, aren't I? Yeah, it tells like a really fun <laughs> story. <laughs> you know, um, before we keep going, which is already a fascinating journey. Um, Joe, why do yes. we think? Why We people who don't do headshots all day long. What do we think about headshots? Like I'm here curious about your opinion well so i have spent some time casting my own projects as well mm. and on the other side and that did and I, I haven't really pursued acting in any real way just like w working on friends stuff and things sure. of that nature um but having seen the other side it just made most of my actor friends look crazy and like they didn't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and especially mentally, they're like, oh my God, why didn't I get this role? Was it this or that? Or they're like killing themselves over their self tapes. And you're like, they probably didn't even watch a self tape because you're not what they wanted. Period. Yeah. And it's not about you being good. It's about, like you said, this collage of a hundred faces and the chances of them actually like taking a moment to think about you are very low and have nothing to do with you. No, uh, other than all. maybe your bad choices of headshots. <laughs> so I definitely uh, am vibing with what you're saying. And I actually took my fiance's headshots many times when she didn't want to pay for them or wasn't getting good results. Oh, that's and cool. guess who the the people she paid or mine guess who's got her more I mean you got a little smirk on your face so it's got to be other yours pe the people it was people. not mine no it was <laughs> mine which i think came from two parts mm. one i was shooting her the way i see her yes so and that, that is a good thing and then two i was somewhat aware of those like what's what's even just Every little thing to make you look like 
what you're trying to look like for this headshot's purpose. And she she was already doing a good job on the branding, mm-hmm. trying yeah. to like pursue Absolutely. those things. Um, but headshots, I just I kind of hate them because most of the time I see my actors run headshots and I'm like, that doesn't even look like you first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very much so. Uh, and or they just seem bad. So yeah, I just uh, I have a, a heavy heart for the actor's plight. Is I guess mm-hmm. my main <laughs> my main point with it. It's very confusing how to brand yourself because you, I mean, you're you. It's also like it's not it's not you're not even branding yourself. You're branding who you are when you walk into a room in the first minute. And in the context of what will be on a TV or movie, and yeah. most actors don't want to be what they are. Yes, and that's we, true. We see this in huge swaths with um, how like black people are funneled into really shitty roles of uh, roles that just, you know, you're going to play the gangster or the criminal and it sucks, but it's true that that is what these people in power are casting and looking for. Mm -hmm. So do you lean into that and play that game or do you try to break the game? And I think things are changing at a snail's pace, but changing But that's the struggle. You know, do you want to be a leading man, but you look like a henchman? Well, Well, you better be a henchman in your headshot, (laughs) dude. And I feel like the other the other problem, too, is when it comes to movies, when it comes to writing, right? We have our main character and then we've got our maybe like three other characters who we're really developing. We really care about. And then everybody else kind of has to, like, we just have to know what purpose they serve and they have to kind of get in, get out. Like, we don't get a backstory for the waitress because that's not the story that we're trying to tell. And if every tiny little character had a, like, you know, at the end of the day, what what we're doing as writers is just kind of, you know, for these smaller roles, casting the most obvious person so we can play with the person who's playing our bigger roles. Yeah, waiter. Yeah, and I, you know, and and I, you know, me and a lot of people who I teach who are starting out, you know, we're going for those little roles. We're going for, can I get fries with that? Something like, or no, can I get you, or can I get you a glass of water? Something like that. The the waiter comes up. Can Mm -hmm. I get fries with that? I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, waiter. This is also a waiter at McDonald's, so uh, terribly branded. They do exist. The best branding class I took, and I took a few was with Sam Christensen, who I spoke about on this podcast and who is now late, uh, a really giant of like uh, branding. Like he had his own school, uh, Sam Christensen Method, and I think they still have classes even after he passed away. Mm -hmm. But his branding had to do with basically a lot of it was on like the qualities, figuring out the qualities that each person individually has already innate qualities. Like when you look at me, Christy, and you see certain darkness and you don't know, like, who put finger on it. Well, like, so uh, Sam Christensen's uh, method was about, like, spending long days together in the group and figuring out all these qualities that people automatically see in you, whether you want them to see or not. Mm-hmm. It's just part of who you are. And then leaning into those qualities by doing various things, like, for example, figuring out your essences, he called them, almost like poetic statements that describe you, and then like leaning into each aspect that you have for a particular role. Mm -hmm. He had this insane system that like worked for a lot of actors in class. And a lot of people who weren't really like actors necessarily took his classes, like Dan Harmon. This is where I saw like branding taking like 
almost like spiritual form mm -hmm. um, where people were like crying and breaking down and experiencing 10 years of therapy in like three days of like intensive course and stuff like that, really understanding who they are and through that accepting themselves. Yeah. So that was like hardcore branding on steroids. He never really spent long time on headshots, but like he always advised actors to be like, now that you know who you are and what those things are about yourself that you found out, take that into your headshot sessions mm -hmm. and do each headshot accentuating this or that particular aspect of your the essence of your personality. And I, I think it was a lot of successful for many people because he was doing it for like 25 years and he was always had full classes. Definitely. Uh, but, but it is interesting because it's like, it's not in my blood to be, say, shy. Like, shy is not my thing. I don't play shy. Even if I try to be shy, like, as shy as I could possibly be, somebody who walks in and they're naturally shy is going to, like, knock me out of the door. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're going to be the ones who get the part. But if somebody has to be, like, forceful or confident, then it's just, like, me leaning into that. And that was always, like, very interesting because he was, like, he would teach people that it's not a bad thing, even if you come off, like, aggressive sometimes because there mm -mm. are parts for that. And act, you know what I mean? Definitely. So, like, you lean into that. And, and so it was like big part of actors, of course, who are always super insecure to like fall in love with themselves, to be like, I am just who I am. And I can like play with that when I, you know, you know what vibe you're giving me, Sash, both what, like what you're saying and just like your again, your little picture box that I can see on Zoom. You're feel you're feeling very music producer to me. It feels very like, yes, here's what we're going to do. Don't even worry about it. You got a drum set in the background. You've got like some wood yeah. paneling there. It is very deceiving because I am musically illiterate as Joey And that's knows. what's weird mm -hmm. is I'm like. Um, and that I, uh, nothing in this place defines, defines me because it's my husband like cave. Oh, and it's so, a man cave? Yeah. It's so I don't play drums. The books here, I don't read. I do read in general. I know how to read, but not these books. <laughs> And like, this is like, he sets up for me. Yeah, you don't even know me. how to use that stuff <laughs> that we're using. I know how to click, but when I've done it, just click, it usually goes bad. So I need somebody to fix it. Um, it's, but yeah. And I feel like there's something about your essence, and I, forgive me if this, this does not ring true to you, but it's like, you know how to handle yourself in a man's world, and you know how to take control, and you don't feel threatened at all <sighs> Love the that. boys. Love the boys. Love them. Love the boys. I love women, too. But yeah. No, or some definitely. roles. I would really love some roles. I know I'm not pursuing acting, but I think that might change today. Mm -hmm. Now that I know who I am. I mean, my favorite thing about this podcast is when you, and you're very good at it, you double down on decisions that are like, I'm like, what? No. And that's the whole Tell point. Tell me, of, like what? Oh, God. What did you say your favorite movie of all time? The Nick Cage movie? Oh, for sure. Mandy. It's the best you were movie like, of all time. Best movie of all time, Mandy. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> have you seen it? I haven't. I of just course not. I, you, you don't look like it. a person who have seen it. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. But Interstellar is another favorite movie. But of course, I have like five and favorite that's, movies. And that one, I, you said that in the other podcast too. And I did hear that. And I was like, no. No, <laughs> meaning like she has another favorite movie or you don't like Interstellar? I do not like Interstellar. Uh, I, but I believe that you saw it. I have, yeah, I, I did. That's a start. That one. <laughs> no, there are many favorite movies, and of course, like TV shows, they change all the time. Mm -hmm. But what, what are we talking about even here? Headshots. So, what is, um, what is it? The first thing, like, if you have a friend, Christy, or something, who says, like, "Look, I'm not getting any fucking auditions. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, sure. What are they doing? Here's my headshot. Like, here's two of them. Okay. What are the first things that you're looking for? Great question. So. 
the first thing I'm looking for, I kind of hinted at this earlier, but it's the, does the carpet match the drapes? Does the background yeah. tell the same story as what you're wearing, tell the same story as what your expression is? So if you're in this like power suit and then you got a big commercial smile, I'm like, I don't, I don't know where to put you. Like mm. this is the, this is boss bitch and this is like cute girl. Mm. Uh, if you're uh, in like a denim jacket with like curled hair and a cute smile, but there's office windows behind you, I'm like, what is happening in this headshot? Mm. I I don't get it. Um, if you are, I, I keep going professional because I feel like that's the one that I see the most where it's like I, you, you've made it professional. Um, or if you're trying to, one a big one that I see with women especially is um, like they've got like kind of, maybe they're going for like a, a natural, more everyday uh, and maybe even like procedural vibe, but then they have like big diamond earrings or a necklace. And it's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, if you're wearing that piece of jewelry that you wear every day, and I get it, you wear that necklace every day. So it feels very you, it, but it's not part of this world. It feels very, mm -hmm. it feels like it doesn't, again, the carpet doesn't mm -hmm. match the drapes. Um, so that's a big one. The, the second one that I look for, and this one is hard, is are you fooling me acting wise? Does it look mm. like you're ha like if you're if this is a smiley commercial headshot, does it look like you're having a blast or does it look like you're in front of a camera and you don't want to be there? Because um, there's it's an insane difference between like a genuine smile and someone who's smiling for a camera. Mm -hmm. And what we want with a headshot is like a slice of life. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's the acting that also looks the, very headshotty, which is not slice of life. Yeah, at no, because it's like because that's the weird. That's the other thing. Casting doesn't want headshots. They want it to look like you just happen to get a professional photo of a real person. Well, those are photographers. They're not probably provoking the actor to be interesting or like they don't know enough or don't care enough. They're like they already paid. Yes, like I would agree with that. At the same Let's time, you're happens. paying a photographer. Like I think that there's a disconnect. I think you're paying a photographer to be to know their camera to know their lights you're not paying them to know you you know i think so you're saying they're cinematographers not directors yeah exactly but exactly so you are your own director yeah you can't yeah. rely on them right? yeah and i think joe like that makes sense to me why you got better headshots of your wife because yeah you're trying to capture her inner essence versus a photographer they have you know a thought of who you are having met you for two minutes but it's like, if they're not on board with what it is you're trying, the headshot that you're trying to take, the character you're trying to portray in this, like, again, one photo, then they, then that, then it's not going to match. And they, and they have control of a lot of that. Like, they're the ones who put the backgrounds up and you tend to, the, they tend to pick outfits as well. They'll be like, you bring a lot of your wardrobe and, and then they're like, let's mm -hmm. go this, 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 this. Well, in some ways, is it then that these actors they are i've seen it a lot like oh i'm gonna get headshots from this photographer who's mm -hmm. known for doing really great stuff and they're putting that onus on someone else when really like they need to be doing whatever work yes and i think and i say that i think it's 80 20 i think it's 80 percent the person who's getting the headshot and then 20 percent the photographer has to know what they're doing to make it look professional enough to compete at that level but yeah, and the I, impact, right? The impact. Mm -hmm. you mean, like, on so the, the way director. that I teach in my class is I also like I have everyone make what I call a lookbook, which has reference images, uh, a character name. So it might be and adjectives attached. So it might be like mean girl, bitchy, rich, smug, entitled. Mm -hmm. And, we and wanna, bitchy rich is her name, right? 
Yes, like definitely. Bitchy, Richie Rich, mm-hmm. but Bitchy Rich? Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah, it's great. Love it. <laughs> she has four names, actually. Bitchy Rich, Smug, and Tile. <laughs> uh, so, we, so we know, and, it, and it's literally just a way to communicate to the photographer, this mm-hmm. is what I want. Because I think that, like, it's a lot of times it's not that the photographer is bad, just like you might work with a cinematographer, and it's not that they're bad. You just haven't communicated your vision. And yeah. that's, and it's, and it, cause it, again, like you said, Sash, like you know, you have to know your branding. You have to know yourself. So you know what it is you're trying to capture. Are you trying to capture that darkness within? And as long as the mm. photographer knows that and is trying to capture it in a way that will enhance you, mm. then that's good. But it's hard to, it's, it's like, it's weirdly hard to communicate that as well. It's interesting. In some ways, I'm, it almost sounds like a, because of course it's a production. You put a lot of money it's into it. it. Yeah. When, you, when you when you you know headshot, especially if you get somebody really fancy like Theo and Juliet, you put a lot of money into it. You are um, there probably by yourself. Maybe you have a friend who is helping you to like roll, you know, the lint roller on sure. your clothes. Um, you also want to be relaxed and camera, which probably is the main priority. That's the yeah. But, the main priority is yeah. Can yeah, and then like it? it comes to like telling the story and all this other stuff, which. Probably should have been pre-production to begin with. Yep. But instead, it's almost like a practice for being hired in the big movie and like, hello, you're there. And now you have to do the thing with all the lights on and deliver the character. It's almost like you have to do the same thing in this headshot session. Definitely. You know what I mean? It's like actors work is always like, give me the synthetic real looking emotions on the spot. Yep. Um, while like there's like people walking by carrying equipment. Yeah, fool yeah. me into thinking you're love in love while you're mm-hmm. surrounded by people you don't know in a place you've never been that's supposed to be your room, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, and the the something that I have found is that um, that helps me is just like on set, like it's okay to have a bad take, but taking risks is going to help you. It's okay to take bad headshots, and it's actually going to help you more if you take bad headshots. Weirdly enough, because mm-hmm. you want to be able to relax and you want to be able to fail. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. that may, that brings me to the question I wanted to ask. Of I see friends sometimes getting headshots constantly, and yeah, what every six months four or months. four, yeah, like every mm-hmm. four months. I'm like, all right, these are expensive. Yeah, okay. they're like, well, they're, the six hundred bucks is like the minimum you can kind of get mm-hmm. for professional mm-hmm. Los Angeles. And Theo and Juliet is fourteen hundred. Last time I checked, so it oh can. My. God, the Theo real and Juliet, people making Theo money. and Juliet doesn't care. Like Theo and Juliet, Shout I don't think they, they don't even want to do headshots anymore. They're just like, oh, it's so much money. If they're gonna, if oh. people are going to pay it, I might as well. What an interesting pair of people. So is that something you would suggest, or is it really results based? Like, hey, you're not getting callbacks. Switch I it up. Get headshots every two years. Uh, and I think that that's about the right amount of time. Uh, the only reason that I would suggest doing it more often than that is for kids because they tend to change a lot in two years or for dogs. <laughs> My dog was in a TV show recently and, uh, shout out. Hey, shout out. <laughs> Thinking about, you know, gotta, gotta, gotta get him, gotta get, get a new headshot. Professional headshot, you know, before he changes. Sure. Sure. More sure. Bulky sure. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it also depends on, uh, you know, I think it's really, it, especially when I was submitting myself, I think uh, that's really interesting to see what I was getting called in for. Uh, and especially if there was things that I knew that I could play that I wasn't getting called in for or vice mm-hmm. versa. There was things I vice was getting versa. called oh. in for all the time that I'm like, I can't, 
Like, for whatever reason, or I, I know um, my boyfriend Hayden is, uh, he loves drinking beer, he's a bro, but he had this headshot that was, like, the soap opera, like, villain. Like, looked like he should mm-hmm. be able to speak French. And I was like, do you get called in for this? He's like, all the time. And I was like, do you ever book it? He's like, oh, no, definitely not. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because you're not this person. So I've seen that, too, where it's like, oh, you have this great headshot, but it's not you. So you're just... yeah. You're never going to be able to book that. Wasting your time. Yeah. And so does that piss off casting directors just for the actors to find out? Like, what happens if, like, say, they put out those headshots, mm. they disappointed the casting directors by coming in like Hayden and just not giving them what this headshot <laughs> is giving, telling them? Well, what happens? Do you know? Do you know the behind the scenes? What happens when they get those terrible headshots or headshots that are not really reflecting of the person? Well, Joe, you were, you were talking about working in casting and how people don't look like their headshots. It's very annoying, it, it right? would and has pissed me off. I've, I haven't had that so much in it. And mm-hmm. I'm not, I haven't cast a million things or anything like that. But it is like, that's really annoying. It's a waste of everybody's time. Is there a shit list? In Hollywood? Yeah. Well, especially, I feel like the thing that I see, and um, I've seen it in my students as well, it's, again, that, like, the people who want to play the leading man, and I'm like, you're the henchman. Mm. Um, Which, you know, my class, it it, it sounds like um, the class that you were talking about is a lot more therapy than my class Mm -hmm. is. Because I've I've definitely had students who I'm just like, stop it. let's Let's go this way. And they're like, that's not who I am. And I'm like, Great, then Yeah. You're not gonna no, book. I know. do you like I yeah, like I was yeah. gonna say, yeah, you can't you can lead a horse to water, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um yeah, cause that it and it stinks because I truly believe there aren't there like unless you're dead, you're a castable actor. You really are. But if you're trying to compete if you're, you know, a fifty something woman trying to p- compete with like a twenty one year old girl, you're you're just not gonna be able to. How much can actually a new set of headshots that meet all Christy St. John's requirements, how much would you say can it give the actor, like in terms of like getting those calls? I have been to a lot of casting director workshops uh, and I ask them this question every time being like, what's the number one thing? And they're like, the headshot. So if, they're like, if, they're, if you're going to spend money, spend it on headshots. There's not a specific percentage because it depends on what type you are. Um, you know, if you're a more, sure. uh, I don't want to say castable type, but if roles come up for you more often, yeah. then you are going to get more auditions. But it is crazy how much I see. Or like, I remember this one girl, she had this like perfect commercial audition. It was, she was in like that Best Buy blue collared shirt and had like just a great smile. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to be your friend. And I was like, do you go out a lot? She's like, I only go out commercially. And I'm like, yeah, I see why. So it's, I really do think that, especially when you're knocking on the door, like kind of, because there's a ceiling, right? Because we all want to get that first kind of one line in a in a thing. And actually that Kurt Russell movie that I did, um, The Christmas Chronicles 2, I saw a huge increase in my auditions after that. Just, but it, and that was really like that one, that first like one line. Because like they see the credit next to your name, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. So they're looking yeah, at yeah, that yeah. too when they're looking at the headshot. I mean, obviously, definitely. It, they they just want to see that someone that they recognize has trusted you. And that oh, was sure, well, like everything Chris else Columbus in Hollywood, movie. right? Yeah, I mean, like, for sure. But it's like, but they don't. It's not like they've. It's not like casting directors are going to see it. But I would one hundred percent realize uh, had an uptick in auditions. That first role, then. it's always 
crazy or, or yeah. anything like job yeah but but I, yeah and it's i feel like it, it but i i think it's a, a headshot is the huge part of it because again like it's you're getting you have to get past the first round mm-hmm. of them mm-hmm. glancing at a photo and assistance is it is it assistance or actual casting directors different casting officers were different mm-hmm. but it's usually the assistants or the associates who are going through the first the first batch mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then they they also have the ability to kind of write on your headshot but they they, they can make notes on you as an actor saying mm-hmm. oh we like her or she looks nothing like her headshot or Ooh. never bring her in again god please god so that's the software that allows them to do it, or how mm-hmm. is that like whatever they're looking at? Interesting. Yeah, they're the the they ha- they can sign into their account and then they can see their own notes because that's another thing that happens too. You know, you you're going through actors and you're like, oh, my friend Joe, like I'll bring him in. He's a good he's a good guy. I wouldn't mind being on set for sixteen hours with Joe for sure. And the question then: Do these notes apply to the the headshots or the person, the core, the person they're attached to? So if I get new headshots. The new shots connected to the old notes or not? Yes. Mm. They, they attach to the person, not the headshot. So don't throw a fit in the casting, <laughs> in the cast, <laughs> casting office yeah, don't and think that a new set of new headshots sure. is going gonna, is gonna to fix it. Yeah, be cool. And if you want to be the leading man but you're a henchman, go do theater. Go to theater. <laughs> or write your life. own stuff. I mean, the but room also then exists. Like, but then don't cast yourself as the leading man. Is the problem don't do that yeah you can take my class and i will tell you but if you don't like what i tell you then that might be a problem definitely take christy's class i'm fascinated with all that stuff it's really interesting so let's um all move on into that my favorite part of the show joe would you explain how the ratings work yes the ratings we are going to rate headshots on a scale of zero to ten using something else as a basis of comparison that other thing could be something like family photos or it could be chocolate chip cookies. So you could say chocolate chip cookies are 6 out of 10. Headshots are a 10 out of 10. Whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter. And if that doesn't make sense, I'll go first. I am going to rate headshots off of dating profiles. Ooh. Online dating oh, profiles. Uh, and that brings me to my question. With your knowledge, Christy... Do you see your friends' dating profiles and think have like a million thoughts? Yes, definitely. I would imagine, mm. right? This mm-hmm. is like a whole other business you should be in. Yeah, yeah, because I think most people have an issue with it. I recently looked at my friends because uh, he wasn't having luck after moving from Vietnam to here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was just awful. It was really not... A, a good thing that I was seeing. I was like, this is not a person that I would want to be around. And I see no. that a lot. That's. But so he was probably a great guy. You're like, I think it would be you know, no. a girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. God. <laughs> no, he, he is. And he, at the very least, wasn't that. Wasn't what he was right. showing there. He, yeah. Wasn't the serial killer that he was portraying himself. Yeah. So <laughs> do, do you find yourself meddling? I have had to learn that people if people want my advice they will ask for it and if they ask for it i will give it to them and if they do not it is not my problem probably learn it the hard way but it does tear you up inside oh it it absolutely crushes me inside 
Yes. Right. Well, dating profiles, I think they're generally horrible. I think it's so horrible. It's incredibly difficult to even make them good because there's so little space. It's really distilling a person down to text and images. Uh, so I'm going to say one out of 10 for dating profiles. I think that headshots. Like yes. Oh, I was going to say the other thing about dating profiles that's really interesting is that guys and girls see photos differently. True. So and if you're a guy, you're thinking, oh, this is what will be cool. <laughs> but a woman sees No, that. but like, even like, a, like I mean, I am I have a boyfriend, but when I was using dating apps, I, rem- I, would re- I remember I would ask guys that I met being like, hey, what was your favorite photo that, I lo- that you like on my profile that you liked and why? And it was completely different than what I thought it was going to be. And then, but once they explained it, I was like, oh yeah, that's, I can yeah. see why you thought that was sexy and that's why you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My husband also has completely different ideas from like things that I like. Yeah. In terms of pictures, but he's also a DP. So I don't know. Okay. So one for dating profiles. So, cause I think they're so difficult to hit the mark. Like they're almost set up for failure. Mm-hmm. Headshots. I will give an eight out of 10. Because I don't, (laughs) in comparison to dating profiles, because I don't think they're set up for failure. I think they are much easier Mm. to hit than a dating profile and do the right thing. But I think it's the actors themselves who get in their way more so than the headshot. But that being said, I think they're super annoying because actors are super annoying. So they Mm -hmm. lose two points from the perfect score. (laughs) All right, I'll go next. Um, headshots. Uh, I will probably rate them against self tapes in terms of, from the perspective of uh, recording one. So like getting mm. headshots, getting new headshots, say the same amount of time, the same amount of energy, and recording a self tape. Recording self tape is a pain in the ass, but it is acting, and yes. you have self control. Like you have control in it. And then there's a friend who is helping you out. Shout out to my friend Natasha who always helps me with self tapes. <laughs> yeah. So self tape, I would give. An eight. It's like you feel an accomplishment after having recorded a self-tape that you were pleased with. Mm-hmm. Headshots. I feel like I will never like myself in headshots. Like I just won't. Mm. Like I just never liked headshots. Like I, I grew up in Siberia and we didn't have headshots around. So <laughs> sure. when I came here to New York slash Los Angeles, it was I was hit by the feeling of like how fake people look on headshots. Mm. And, like, I became desensitized with time. I can still tell, like, I feel like I can tell, like, I like this headshot, I don't like this headshot. But I just like people and I don't like headshots. I'll give headshots a one. Yeah, but in again, the process of acting, that's a low tier for you. Hard, hard part of acting is dealing with those headshots. But, like you are saying, they're super important. Most importantly, Christy, what about you? Well, I... Um, don't understand the rating system at all, so I'm just going to go for it. Good, Fine. good. That's the best way to deal with it. Um, on a sca- I'm going to do uh, stock photos because I think that stock photos and headshots are actually mm. very similar and have to fill the same roles. So for for stock photos, and I'm going to go I'm going to go ease of use. Um, for, for stock photos on a scale of one to 10, like how easy are they? Stock photos are deceptively hard. 
Because, um, so I do web development. So like one of the things that we have to deal with with stock photos is like we need a, we need something where like the guy is looking this way, but over off to the side because we got the text here and we have, it all has to lay out correctly and it has to have this feel. But uh, we don't know if we want a white guy, but we also kind of want someone who's maybe ethnically ambiguous to appeal to a wider audience. So it's like, it's actually very difficult to find the perfect stock photo online. Um, even though there's a ton of free stock photos options, uh, and you, and we have, we can, uh, buy stock photos as well. So you'd think like the world is our oyster when it comes to stock photos, still difficult. So on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the hardest, I guess, uh, I would rate stock photos a seven because there's hard still, to get it right. It's hard to get it right. It's hard to get it right. Harder than you think, and definitely harder mm -hmm. than you think it's going to be. And for headshots on a scale of one to 10, I would rate headshots a nine. I think that there's a lot of work that you can, but headshots are very difficult, but also just like stock photos, they're deceptively difficult. You'd think that they're good. And once you see a good one, because we've all seen good headshots and we're like, oh, it's so good. That's so easy. It's, it's like seeing a good movie being like, of course, this movie's good. Mm. I can write a good one. And you're like, no. Interstellar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Interstellar. <laughs> and then 10 is basically how hard it is to get like world Guinness. T 10 is how hard it is <laughs> to make a good movie, I feel like. That's like everything. Because the nice thing about stock photos, you just have to find it. Headshots, you have to be on the same page as the photographer. A movie, mm. a million people have to be on the same page. Like so many people, the wardrobe has to be good, the <sighs> script has to be good, and the directing, and the lighting, and the cinematography. Like it's like the, and the even fact if you get it all done, they might hate it anyway. They might hate oh, it anyway. Yeah. The honestly, it's more impressive that there are any good movies at all. Like I, yeah. it's insane to me that there are good movies. That is my. I mean, I go into movies knowing that I'm gonna watch nine shitty movies to get to the tenth. That is Especially good. from doing this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Christy, <laughs> before we let you go, I really want to force you to give us a quick brand for I, both of us. You know, you know me well enough via Zoom, but still. And then you see the best of Joe, in my opinion. You won't see better <laughs> Joe right. if you spend 10 years knowing him like I did. That's upsetting. Um, no. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're, you know, grown adults. Give it us. Give us the, all the henchmen dirt that we are. Oh, you want me to tell you like exactly yeah, a what brand. acting type would be? A little, a little brand at us. Yeah, yeah, acting I mean, specifically. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. It's going to get down and dirty. And I mean this in a very nice way. Um, Sasha, you are at an... And so usually what I do is give you a five-year age range. I would say uh, late 30s for you, uh, which means I really want to put you in a professional space. Uh, I mean, I love music producer for you, but that's because I see, that's what I see right now. Even the fact that you have the yellow glasses, I think really works. I would 100% want to give you a corporate bitch. Cause I think that like mm, that could be parts. in the moms in the, the right in your world. And I just, I, again, I feel like you would fit into a man's world and I can't wait mm. to like, for some like up and coming young guy to be like, excuse me, do we need to do that? And be like, Fuck you! I have a bigger dick than you. Shut the fuck. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> sit the fuck down. <laughs> um, I would love that for you. The third one that I would give you, which I don't think is your type, but um, what was the first one? The so the first one was the music producer. Oh, sorry, really forgot. And about I would music lean in. Producer. I would just lean into the like kind of like the leather jacket, yellow glasses. Kind of doesn't give a fuck. The second one would be corporate bitch. 
Um, the third one, I would, this is where I, 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 I don't want to be offensive. I could even, I could see, um, uh, I don't know how to say it. It would definitely be like a more victim-y role in a procedural. Like I could see, but like also like, okay, I'm just going to say it. Like a, 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 a former stripper. Mm. And like, I want to class you down. I want to, I want to put you as the woman who is murdered on NCIS. Well, I am a bitch. A producer and the former stripper, so it all fits. Oh, perfect! Yeah, this, that oh, was good. all perfect. fortune all, telling. It's all actually. true. <laughs> well, and it's always the like. I feel like for women, especially, it's the like. What is the like kind of lowest class, lowest level type? Lava low class, we, but also yeah, because we want to we want to contrast those things. Excellent. What about Joe? Um, Thank you, Joe. I I mean, I feel like everything you're doing is exactly like I said, where it's like we would need to get the nerd, and it would be like the graphic tee, the flannel. Um, Maybe the glasses, I think, would work really well. Uh, <laughs> there it is. You have glasses. Yeah. Um, and I would actually... Age, uh, age. I want to hear his oh, age. Oh, age, age. Interesting. Um, you got it for women, but you didn't get it for men. I know. Honestly, mm, bad, on think me, about. bad on me. Bad on me. I go all over the place, even in my class, and I feel like I forget mm. things. Um, I, I would go early thirties for you, Joe, but right in the, thir- maybe 35, maybe like 32 to like 37 to 69, I would say. Um, Perfect. and again, it's not your age, it's your playing age, which is different mm-hmm. than your actual age. Um, I would definitely go with nerd. I would actually want to take you two places. I would go like stoner nerd and like, kind of like, dude, where's my car? more like big Lebowski kind of style, but I could, but like the nerd that you think of like knows too much about Star Wars. Sarlacc pits, pit of Sarlacc. Oh. Back. Um, and then I would also go like the IT nerd that could uh, uh, come in and fix, but that would be like, I had, like the IT guy from the office, I think would work. You have another <laughs> pair of glasses, uh, which I love. You you're missing from from me knowing him. You're missing the 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 part of him that is like very sensual. Joe is a very sensual. Part? Part? God, He's a very I, sensual I don't like man. that you're putting out there that there's this <laughs> sensual part of me that only we know. Because we used to do improv, and he like just plays this super like romantic sexual beast. Sexual and abuse? it is weird that like that did not come up at all. Like, cause you know, it's the it's the t-shirt and the gamer things, you know. I mean, See, I would love to give you a Fabio headshot. I think that would be really really fun. Well, I have fourteen hundred dollars <laughs> burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> See so. there? Now's the time. <laughs> Just waiting to spend it. I was gonna spend it on some Star Wars model kits, but I think I'll get Fabio headshots instead. <laughs> <laughs> Christy, where can our audience find you slash take your classes? You can take my classes. You can go to robertdevanzo.com. Uh, and that is the studio that I teach at. It's called, mm, excuse me, RD Studios. Uh, and then if you want to look, and that's how, that's my teaching side. And um, I don't have a class coming up anymore this year, but I have another one coming up in January. Uh, and then if you just want to follow me, you can follow me at Christy underscore St. John on Instagram and Twitter. Amazing.
Well, thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. And thank you for listening. Shut up. Bye. I love Shut it. Up. <laughs>